Hey, Marlboro Softball, Scott Seidenberg here. Another episode of Marlboro Softball Talk here on the 21st of May as uh, this episode is being released on Friday. And we get ready for this Sunday's matchups around Marlboro Softball. Most teams in the league have played five games uh, by now, I know some have played six. Lombardi is six and zero. Congratulations on the win Wednesday night. They jump out to a six and zero start. And uh, if we were doing rankings every single week, they would be number one in the rankings. I know we had the power rankings last episode with Mitch, but it's an idea that I actually thought of. Why not do rankings every single week? Because it would make the matchups more fun. And I'm not saying we need any more incentive, but. Think of it as like college football, where a new poll comes out every single Monday or so, whatever. And you would find out every single week where your team ranked, and then you look at the schedule, and instead of saying, you know, Conti against Seidenberg, it would say, you know, team six against team eight or whatever, you know, whatever. It would look at the rankings. Now, maybe that gets confusing because of the team numbers uh, that you see on the schedule tab of the website. But I don't know. I thought it would be cool because uh, looking at that game on Wednesday night prior to the game, you could have made the argument that if we were doing re-rankings, that Lombardi-Conti game could have been number one versus number two or number one versus number three. Uh, Certainly, we thought was going to be the game of the night. The score was a little more lopsided than people predicted, and the game of the night actually wound up being on the other field, which was Wallman against Faris. Congratulations to Cowboy getting the victory there. So a fun Wednesday night. Hopefully we have a fun Sunday coming up here um, in Marlboro softball. Before we get into this week's schedule and talk about uh, the guests, I do want to send our condolences out to the Conti family. Um, Those of you who are not familiar, Mike uh, had lost a family member and um, our deepest condolences go out to Mike and Rob and Rich and, and that entire family. Um, for their loss. We are thinking about you, Mike. We love you, and, uh, you know, we're here for you. And he did post on the Facebook page, if anybody's interested in the memorial services, you can check that out on the uh, Marlboro uh, page here on Facebook uh, for Brian Conti. So uh, our thoughts and our prayers are with you, Mike, as I said, and our condolences uh, in this tough time for you and your family. All right, let's get into some softball. And, oh, I wanted to read this also before uh, we get into our guests, which is going to be Glenn Marone, by the way. So uh, there you go. I'll tease it for you. Glenn's going to be the guest. I got an anonymous mailbag submission, and I thought it was a really good idea. I don't know logistically how it would work, but has anybody been watching the NBA play-in tournament? If you haven't, the way that the NBA has decided to do the playoff seeding this year was to have a play-in tournament. Now, they did it last year with the bubble, and they did it this year with the COVID-shortened season as well. I don't know if it's here to stay. I think it is. It might be tweaked a little bit, but basically the format is this. Usually the top, well, not usually, they still do. The top eight teams in each conference make the postseason. And how they did the play-in tournament was the top seven teams, or excuse me, the top six teams were locked into their playoff seedings. And then teams seven, eight, nine, and 10 have a play-in tournament. Team seven plays team eight. Team nine plays team 10. The winner of seven and eight gets the seventh seed. But the loser is not eliminated. The loser plays the winner 
of the 9-10 matchup to determine who then will be the eighth seed in the postseason. Now, we already have a play-in game or two play-in games for our playoff seedings, right? We know that we have, um, you know, 18 teams, but yet 16 make the playoffs because two teams get eliminated in the play-in games. I'm not sure how we would do it if we had a double elimination or a single elimination for some and a double elimination for others. Maybe instead of having the last four seeds play in two play-in games, maybe you have the last eight seeds play in four play-in games with the winners playing each other, and then you know, you're eliminating more teams, and then instead of a 16-team playoff bracket, maybe you turn it into something less. Again, I don't know logistically how it works, but I thought it was an interesting idea which came into the anonymous mailbag that if there was any way to tweak our whole play-in platform uh, to make it more like what the NBA is doing. Again, I don't know if it's possible. It's just an interesting idea. I think we're good where we are. I actually really like the play-in games. Uh, it's a fun night. Draws a, draws a big crowd there at Union Hill, and I think everybody enjoys it. No one wants to play in it, but I think everybody does enjoy it. Okay, let's bring in our featured guest for this week's episode. He is Mr. NJ Salt himself, Glenn Marone. Uh, Glenn, we'll get into this Sunday's games, but first, your overall assessment of how your team's first couple of weeks have gone, the first month of the season, how would you sum it up for the Salt Squad? Oh, my God. You know, I love my boy, Doc, and uh, Austin has killed me in, in almost every game, but it was from his stress of graduation and his new girlfriend, so he's back on track, everything's taken care of, he graduated finally after six years, and I, I expect a new Austin uh, to show up this week. Okay. But he was mad enough to admit that uh, we've only been playing with 12 guys. So uh, I think, I think uh, it's smooth, smooth sailing from here on. Well, two and three is still not a terrible start. You know, it's a long season, yeah. and it's not like you're 0-5. So there's really nothing to really stress about right now. Uh, it's, it's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of errors. And uh, Saturday in the tournament when uh, – Fortunately, we were able, able to beat Freddie and his uh, his high flying tournament team with a, a bunch of guys I just put together, which was real nice. But Martino took me out up the middle and broke my finger, so I'll be playing with a broken finger. Is it on your throwing hand or not? No, it's hand? on my it's on my it's on my glove hand. So I'm a little shy with uh, catching know, the ball. I don't know why you do it with that yellow ball. That's uh, I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, because. Those things. Playing. I'm 63 years old and playing against a bunch of little kids. So yeah, I know. I, love it's, it. I mean, that yellow ball is dangerous, though, for the pitcher. I play. I play five leagues. They all use the yellow ball except for us. Yeah. Even even in the over 60 leagues, we all use the yellow ball. But it is dangerous. So I, I wear a helmet over there. All right, well, hopefully your finger heals up. And... Playing. Uh, it'll be about a, it'll be a, maybe four weeks, but I'll play with it. Yeah. All right. No. No. No excuses from you. No, no excuses ever. Uh, what about your overall assessment of the league? Uh, anybody stand out as a surprise uh, to you? It's been actually shocking. Everything to me, there's a lot of teams that I thought would be phenomenal, uh, especially Team Wallman and Lombardi. Two opposites of what I would thought, but in my opinion, if Lombardi played Wallman ten times in a row, I think Wallman would beat him eight, eight, eight out of ten. So you know, I'd still put my money on Wallman if they played Lombardi head up. Uh, all day long, and I think every other captain would do the same. 
So Wallman's going to be, and that that team is still is still a powerhouse. I don't know if I agree with you. I do agree with you. That Wallman team is very good, but I've watched that Lombardi team up close now a couple of times, and I mean, you know, you had the Blackburns last year, and they make such a I, difference at the top of the lineup. And then you got Holmes, you got Trajani, and Young. They are a dangerous team. That Lombardi squad. Uh, I, I I I totally disagree. I I just don't think they're going to be there at the end. I I, I saw it. Uh, Tyson right now, I believe, is hitting very well, and that's not going to continue. And Stephen actually is uh, injured his shoulder. He played for me in the tournament Saturday. He just played the outfield, so um, you know he's he's not he's not really that healthy. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I just uh, I just don't think they're still a top ten team. Anybody I really. Any disappointments so far to the first part of the season? Uh, disappointments for what? Any teams? For yeah, disappointing well, for any team? I mean, I guess you could say Wallman, since you think that they're I, better say, than their record, obviously. Yeah, Wallman, in my opinion, is, is a dis- disappointment right now, but they're, they're definitely, I still think they have the best squad. They're very but, good. You know, we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see if things go on, so. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the games on Sunday. Uh, we'll, sure. We'll start with your matchup. You play Cowboy Mike coming off an exciting victory over that Woman team on Wednesday night. They're going to be feeling good about themselves, but the late game might mean that some of the Faris boys go out on Saturday night and not have to wake up as early on Sunday morning, so it might be to your advantage <laughs> playing the later game against them. <laughs> How do you think you guys match up? Uh, I actually watched the uh, the replay yesterday about three times, so <laughs> I'll, I'll be positioning accordingly. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick one of the two. Of course, I like my squad, but see what think- see what happens. Cowboys you- a lot better than record. Yeah. Do you think the field plays into your advantage? Because- I have been horrible at the swim. I've won the swim club in the last six times. I've lost six times in a row there. Last time I won there was four. I think four to one against Pingaro. Seven to one against Pingaro a couple of years ago. I haven't won at the swim club. I lost the championship twice, two in a row there. Last year, and I've lost twice already this year. So it's been All a long right. time I wanted to play Marone at the swim club. That's what we want to do. All right, got it. <laughs> okay, Woman. Woman looking to bounce back. They take on Jashinsky. Do they get a victory? A blowout. blowout. A blowout. I'm taking Woman uh, 17 to 6. Okay. 17 to 6. Yep. All right. Uh, Goldfarb against Kessler at East Francis. I didn't know if anybody's aware of this. Darren Draken could be done till the end of July. Um, he may need uh, knee surgery, so he will. He uh, Grant will be pitching that game, from what I believe. Grant's going to pitch, so I, I don't. I don't think Goldfarb could win that game. Very interesting. Okay, Harris I, against I, Lapine. I played, I played with Darren tonight, and he wasn't able to play, and he wasn't able to play on Tuesday either. So uh, he won't be playing Sunday. Um, he may need surgery. Breaking news here on the podcast. Uh, yep. There you uh, go. All right, we move on here. Harris against Lapine. Uh, just played ball with Dennis a little while ago. We had some dinner. Uh, I think I helped him out. I tweaked his team a little bit. So uh, <laughs> I told him. I'm going to say Lapine comes up with a big game this week. I still don't like Bobby Harris's team. They're not going to score a lot of runs, although they beat me already. So. I like Harris's team when they're all there, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's I, playing games, missing key players. You know, Noel not playing last week. You know, he's he's having to juggle around his defensive alignment. It's tough when you're missing guys. When Harris is hundred percent healthy and the whole team's there, they're they're good. 
I'm, I'm picking Lapine here. I think Lapine's going to win this game. All right, polls are maybe a surprise to some. Uh, they've jumped out to a 4-1 and one start on the season. They take on Pollock. Uh, how do you see this game matching up? I played Pollock a couple weeks ago, although they scored a lot of runs on me. They probably earned about, of course, <laughs> they earned five of the 18, and that's the truth. They earned probably five of the runs. I don't think they can score a lot. Uh, I like Polzer. And they're playing that one at the middle school, which is uh, always a high-scoring game. I, I, I like Polzer there. All right, DeMarco against LaRocca. DeMarco, I believe he's undefeated at Union Hill and then 0-3 on other fields, if I'm correct. Or maybe he's 2-0. I, I don't know. But he um, he's 3-3, and and LaRocca's team, again, a team that is better than their record, uh, that game at the Municipal. Anthony's one of my boys. Big mistake, putting himself at second base. Huge mistake. He should take himself out of second base and go back into the outfield. That's a big mistake. That's going to cost him. Um, hopefully, he'll go back into the outfield. The Rocket wins this game. Everybody wants to play second base this year, Glenn. I made the move. Jusko wants to play second base. DeMarco wants to play second base. Everyone wants to move. Anthony Toronto's playing second base. Everyone wants to wow, play second that base this pretty year. Good. Chase wants, any to, of those Chase wants to play, Chase wants second. to play second base. Everyone's playing second this year. Chase is an excellent second baseman. He played for me in a tournament on Saturday. It was terrific. I think he had four home runs. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, him swinging with the yellow ball is pretty dangerous. Uh, he had a home run on Wednesday night. Uh, Chase did. All right, let's move good on. Good player. Very, very good player. Very reigning MVP. <laughs> reigning MVP. Okay, let's move on. We have Goddard, the Owen five start. You know it's got to be getting to him. It's burning him up inside against his former captain, Steinberg, who might be without Eric Baumenblit on Sunday, which makes this game a little more interesting, Glenn. I, I did I did hear that. Uh, Goddard's team, <clears throat> I think Leonardo's got to step up and uh, take the position as being a number one pick. And I think right now that's, that's their problem, Leonardo, right now. So... It's up to him to uh, get this team back on track. Well, they're playing on the right field. Goddard. I like Goddard here. Yeah, they're playing on the right field. Leonardo can certainly put a couple out and, uh, and, and boost that offense. Lombardi taking his undefeated record against Pingaro in what many are calling the game of the week, Glenn. 4-1 and one Pingaro yeah. against 6-0 and oh Lombardi. Union Hill right at 930. I'm sure will attract many fans lining up the fences after their games are over. Uh, they'll, they'll be leaving early. 14-3 Pingaro. This game's over in the fifth minute. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. I think Martin and Steve are going to have some words I, with you after, after I, I played ball with Paul tonight. Paul Homer tonight and hit a triple. Paul Lombardi. Nice. Well, you, guys, my you, guys, tonight. you guys are just crushing that league, huh? Uh, no, we lost tonight in the last inning. Wow. Wow. that's a, Do you pitch? Yeah, I pitched there. Yeah, I pitched there. It was all errors. Well, that, that Jeff, it always is, Glenn. It always is. I mean, it, it's... Jeffkin, Jeffkin was one for five. <laughs> it's always errors. Come on. Nothing gets hurt. We know that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Sunday night, my team against Conti. Conti suffering uh, a loss on Wednesday night. Um, to that Lombardi squad, it was a uh, you know Lombardi actually blew them out. It was like seventeen six or seventeen eight or whatever that score was. Uh, and then my team coming off our first loss, we lost to Walman last Sunday. Uh, did you get a shortstop yet? You got another week? 
We're giving it another week. It's only fair, you know. Darren, he's it's just imagine if it was you know you or anybody else. It's only fair to yeah. to give you know we all pay yeah. the, we all pay the same amount of money. We all want to play, and it's only fair to give give the guy a, another week and see if he can come back. So uh, uh, last year with Blackburn, and he was okay after four weeks. So we play we play five games without Martin. So yeah, yeah you can come back. Uh, condolences also out to the Conti family. Sorry Absolutely. for the loss mm-hmm. last Absolutely. week. Step- Horrible news. Uh, I, I I like your squad even without your shortstop. Well, you're playing short, right? Yeah. That's what I said, even without a shortstop. So. Exactly. There might as well not be anybody there, Glenn. <laughs> uh, you'll probably only get three balls hit to you. You'll win the game. <laughs> Uh, hope so. Union Hill, uh, we'll see, um, just, you know, walk Conti and don't let him hit home runs and we'll see what happens, uh, with the rest of the lineup. Uh, all right, Glenn, um, you know, give me your prediction as to a team right now that is currently in first or second place in their division that will not finish first or second place in their division this year. So in the East, uh, Lomb- punk, 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 Lomb- you hate this Lombardi team. Why do you hate this Lombardi <laughs> team so much? <laughs> I love the Lombardis. I love the great, the two greatest guys ever. I just don't like the team. You, you I don't like the squad. I, I can't tell I if like Paul. I, I, I know, but I can't tell if you're serious or if you're just trolling the Blackbirds. No, I'm dead Paul, <laughs> Paul can't play game tonight. This is Paul. You, I lost another hundred bucks on your squad. Because what do you mean, Gladys? I bet against you again. <laughs> He's just a nice guy. I, I, I tell every every time I see him on his. Thursday night, I tell him, Paul, I, I can't believe you won again. He goes, yeah, Glenn, we won. <laughs> Didn't they start out 5-0 and last year, too? 4-0, uh, I think. Four and they, they, lost okay. yeah. they lost several. Oh. So yeah. what's your question? I was going to say, which team, like, you know, if you look at Lombardi, Polzer, me, Pollock, Pingaro, Conti, which one of those teams that's currently on the top of their divisions will not be there when the season comes to an end? I think Lombardi. Will not be there. Uh, Polzer, I'm on the fence on that Polzer, Polzer squad. So I, I think that uh, they're going to get some a, a rocky road in a little while here. Okay. So I, Polzer might falter. I do like your squad. You, uh, you know, beat me open today. Yeah, but it was all errors, Glenn. It was all errors, right? It was. It, that was a lot. There was, there was eight errors, four by Austin. <laughs> and Darren Kay was unbelievable. Love Darren Kay. He was unbelievable. I really, really hope yeah, he can I, come I, back. I, a little spark plug. He's a he's a good player. I, re- I really do hope he can come back because uh, he. I, I really, that yeah. was a big party part of your team, and uh, he's a great he's a good team player. You know, a lot of people, you know, he gets on people's nerves. Some people don't like him, but I love him on the field. I played with him in the fast pitch for a couple of years. I won the championship there with him, and uh, he's he's a good teammate. Great, great ball player. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, any early awards predictions after the first five games or so of the season? Anybody who's your uh, who's your favorite to win the MVP right now? MVP right now. My God, you're not going to believe this. Maybe uh, Andrew Amadeo. The guy, he's been lights out. He's he's been a lot better than uh, than actually. If Gianna didn't tell me to take him the second round, I would have waited another round. (laughs) 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 I, I, uh, thank God he doesn't listen to the podcast, but actually he does listen. I'm telling you, he listens because I was getting my, I was getting my car washed the other day 
and blocking my entry into the driveway of the of the car wash was a giant NJ salt truck. So naturally, I'm honking for this thing to get out of my way. It's And it's Amadeo driving. He doesn't know where he's going in the parking lot. Austin's trying to back him up like an airplane, like an airplane, you know, waving him into the, into the spot there. But he pulled down the window and he said, what do I got to do to get on the podcast? So he listens. He knows. Uh, maybe maybe I, every single home he goes into, most of them are housewives there. Every time he goes into there, he'll call, give me a call, Glenn. She wants to fuck me. Every single homeowner wants to fuck. There hasn't been one homeowner that hasn't wanted to fuck him. I have, I get a lot of callbacks for him too. You know, how handsome he is. The women come back. Yeah, he's he's. Really, I actually changed a lot of. I now have Danny Diffendel leading off. I put Andrew in the three hole. He's just been, he's line drive after line drive. He's playing phenomenal in the outfield. What's Danny batting so far in the year? That guy's a stud. Danny's leading off. Uh, he had a bad back. Um, he's hitting around on around four fifty, maybe. But I just t- I just put him in the leadoff spot, and he got three hits on Sunday. So, yeah. up a little bit. You know, I'm thinking about you know our potential trade that we would have had before the uh, the season, and yeah, and and maybe I should have stuck with it because you know I, I think Nick Torano right now might be the MVP of the league. When when I'm looking at he's on top of yeah. every, he's, he's on top of every leaderboard. I know he's so good. He's so good. He's he's really he's really uh, he's a top three player in the league. He's as good as Pastor Demarco. Uh, definitely, definitely is. I love Nick. I should have kept the trade with you. I should have just taken them. I should have kept the trade. Yeah. Oh, I was, I I was uh, uh, thinking of you know getting Doc a little bit earlier than than I did. So I got Doc later than I thought. Yep. And now why I got him so late? He's hitting four twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and 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 Austin making all the errors for you. So actually, Austin, you know, <laughs> Holden, has been the bright spot as a nine or eight, whatever he was. Holden's been your best silver oh. There you go. <laughs> all right, Glenn. Well, good luck on Sunday, and uh, and I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you, and I'll see you Sunday night. A lot of fun. Everybody, stay healthy. <laughs> see you later, Glenn. Thanks. Nice. So there you have it. Thanks to Glenn for joining me. On the podcast, uh, good conversation with him. Good luck, everybody, on Sunday. Like Glenn said, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you out at the fields. I'll see you Sunday night uh, under the lights for those of you who come out to watch. Should be uh, a fun night. I'm Scott Seidenberg, and this is Marlboro Softball Talk.